welcome to this episode about women and society. Today I will be answering questions such as how religion affects gender equality and if leadership styles differ between the genders, along with discussing how famous women have affected the past and the present today. But what really holds my attention is how all these topics have affected today's society and its views. And that leads me into the first topic, culture and religion. We must think about things in history as they change over time rather than as a whole. One such example of this is a past Egyptian society. This community revolved around their religion, and one important aspect was its emphasis on women. Dr. Maribel Dietz is an LSU professor in the Department of History, who I interviewed back in January. I asked her three major questions, and which one she answers here. Egypt's greatest emphasis on gender equality. The religion influenced their beliefs as a whole, and because of the worship and praise they showed to their goddesses, it transferred over into women's rights. Scribes, temple clergy, and specialists in medicine are just a few examples of the positions women could hold. And of course, one other definitely worth noting is the six queens or female pharaohs of Egypt. What were the dilemmas and the differences in this seemingly equal society? By now, you have probably heard of at least one of these women, such as Nefertiti or Cleopatra. These women held powerful offices over their country and were allowed to rule sometimes even without a husband. However, the system did have flaws. The shift in religious views and changes to gender equality began to push women out. The only way to achieve success was through temporary positions and by adapting to the standards that the elites made for them. Leadership had this masculine connotation that is still somewhat seen today. The only way to survive this male-dominated game is to play along, but when women do so, society sees it as untraditional. The leadership stereotype of manliness is brought to a whole other level when women become involved. Suddenly, you're you're ambitious, you know, what kind of a woman are you, and what about them? Things that people would never say of a man who is ambitious. While talking with Dr. Deitch, she explained that the world is constantly changing and evolving. However, the transition into an equal workforce is just slowly moving along. Then we began talking about the positions mothers hold in the workforce. Working mothers struggle with the work-life balance and fret over being labeled as unprofessional and not serious. Dr. Dietz described the conditions she first had to work under and how she had to run back and forth between her child and her work. Although these conditions and aid from mothers have improved, there's also the question of if childcare is affordable and available for all situations. Despite multiple setbacks, women in the past and present are still changing the world. 
But the question is, how has race affected women's leadership in the U.S.? Elizabeth Cady Stanton was a major figure and leader in the women's rights and suffrage movement. She became active in the anti-slavery movement, and soon after the World Anti-Slavery Convention, she held the Seneca Falls First Women's Rights Convention. However, the beginning of this movement did have its flaws. Especially during the Civil War, some leaders of the movement believed that equality between the races would put the fight for women's rights on pause. There was this absent from women of color, and there was also not a proper representation of all women, regardless of their race. A woman herself must do this work, for women alone can understand the height, the depth, the length, and the breadth of her own degradation. Elizabeth Cady Stanton The book Women, Race, and Class by Angela Davis highlights these dilemmas. The author explains that the women's rights movement at first couldn't stand for women as a whole, but instead ignored the black women of the South and their conditions. At the first National Convention of Women's Rights, Surgeonier Truth spoke to a timid crowd of women and debunked the argument about male supremacy. Her Ain't I a Woman speech was centered around the battle for women's rights, but it also showed how the women's rights movement at the time was based on class and race and not women as a whole. What's the difference between feminism and womanism? In my research, I learned that feminism is a term and movement used to describe the fight for equality between men and women by equalizing the genders. Yet, womanism is a bit different. It emphasizes the importance of community and the power of equality as a whole in society, but is most commonly used by people of color. Alice Walker defines womanism in her book In Search of Our Mother's Gardens in four different ways. First, the word derives from the word womanish, which means courageous, bold in behavior, and willful, and it comes from being determined to learn more in greater depths. Womanism is responsibility, charge, and seriousness. Walker also defines it as a woman who loves, appreciates, and prefers women's culture, women's emotional flexibility, and women's strengths. It is one who dedicates themselves to the equality, their survival, and the unity among all people, regardless of their gender, while also being considered as a universalist. A womanist is someone who loves love, loves the folk, as she describes, loves herself, and loves every aspect of life without regard to the beauty or the pain of it. And finally, a womanist is to feminist as purple is to lavender. Walker ends with this comparison, in my opinion, to show how womanism is the base to being a woman. Feminism derives from womanism, but the term Walker describes is the connection and collection of sufferings and happiness put into one as a source for unity for all women and even all people. Women of all races today are rising to leadership roles. With more women rising to office, so does the implementation of policies for health, education, and gender equality. 
However, there's also an increase in hostility towards these women because their ambition and drive is supposedly untraditional. Women's leadership has evolved significantly over time, though, and it shifts based on a culture's religion, politics, and social structures. Today in the U.S., women still have a long way to go to catch up with other countries who have embraced women as leaders, but the good news is, is that improvements have been made. Today's world gives women the opportunity to be equal and the power to fight for that equality. I hope you enjoyed my podcast and thank you for listening.